Hello, this is Meghnad from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 11th of June, and the year 2021 is now 44% complete. India has reported 91,000 new coronavirus cases, taking the overall caseload of the country to 2.92 crore since the pandemic broke out in January 2020. This is the fourth consecutive day when India has recorded less than one lakh cases. Covid fatalities have increased by three thousand four hundred and three. Total death tally now stands at three point six three lakh. On the global front, the coronavirus disease has infected over seventeen point four crore people and killed more than thirty seven point four lakh since the pandemic broke out in December twenty nineteen. As per an NDTV report. The number of mucormycosis or black fungus cases have spurred by 150% in the last 3 weeks. There are 31000 cases of the fungal infection with 2109 related deaths. The Uttarakhand government has ordered an inquiry against all private labs that were hired for conducting rapid antigen tests during the Mahakumbh. This is due to the cases of discrepancies that were found in testing of devotees and locals. In this regard state government spokesperson Subodh Unyal contended that orders have been issued to the director general of health all the district officials in Uttarakhand have been asked to investigate this covid-19 testing labs properly before making any payment according to an ani report people from rural areas of Katihar in Bihar have expressed huge reluctance in taking covid-19 vaccine jabs A local residents of the Bundhel area of the district said that there is hesitancy among people regarding the vaccine. He alleged that some people in their area died after taking covid jabs. The United States Food and Drug Administration has rejected Bharat Biotech's proposal for emergency use authorization of Covaxin. The FDA has sought more data on the clinical trials of Covaxin. Meanwhile, Bharat Biotech's US partner Ocugen Inc yesterday said that it would instead push for a full US approval of the indigenous vaccine candidate Covaxin and will pursue the entire process required to introduce a biological product into interstate commerce. This development comes at a time when Bharat Biotech is facing criticism for not sharing its phase 3 trial data. It has been 6 months since Covaxin was granted an emergency use authorization in India. A group of public health experts have submitted a report to Prime Minister Narendra Modi warning the center that mass indiscriminate and incomplete vaccination could trigger the emergence of mutant strains in the country. This report recommended that instead of inoculating the mass population, vaccinating vulnerable and at-risk persons should be the aim at present. The report also warned that it is unlikely that mass vaccination of all adults will catch up with the pace of natural infection among our young population. Experts also pointed out that India has conducted genome sequencing of less than 1% of its positive samples. It is far less than the required 3%. The police in Lakshadweep has filed a sedition case against filmmaker Aisha Sultana after a complaint from the Lakshadweep unit of the Bharatiya Janata Party. It has alleged that Sultana made a seditious comment during a debate on a Malayalam news channel. According to the Indian Express, she said that the center was using administrator Profil Khoda Patel as a quote bio weapon against the people of the union territory unquote. This was during a show where the controversial regulations introduced by Patel were being discussed. Sultana has been booked under sections 124A sedition and 153B hate speech. 
complaints have also been filed against her in Kerala by BJP workers. After the incident, Sultana took to Facebook and said, quote, I have felt Patel as well as his policies have acted as a bioweapon. It was through Patel and his entourage that COVID-19 spread in Lakshadweep. I have compared Patel as a bioweapon, not the government or the country. You should understand. What else should I call him? Unquote. Meanwhile, Rakshadeep Sahitya Pravarthaka Sangam has also criticized the sedition case against Sultana. The organization's spokesperson, K. Bashir, said that she was only reacting to the inhuman measures undertaken by Patel. I have two recommendations for you here, dear listeners, both to provide better context to the story. In case you are curious about the legal changes made by Praful Khoda Patel in Lakshadweep since he took charge in December last year, do watch an explainer I have done on News Laundry's YouTube channel. And in case you are interested in understanding what sedition is and how it is applied willy-nilly in India, there is an explainer for that too, again on our YouTube channel. Please check out both of these. More than 100 historians from India and across the world have written to the head of National Archives seeking clarity on how documents stored in the department's annex will be kept safe. The building has been proposed to be demolished and replaced with a new building as a part of the Central Vista redevelopment project. However, the center said that the main building of the National Archives will not be demolished. The signatories of the letter emphasize that the National Archives of India's annex building houses several important documents relevant to historical research. The historians have sought further information about the proposed rehousing of these materials and the plan of action to keep the records safe during and after the demolition and rebuilding of the annex. Raising concerns over accessibility issues, the historians have sought clarity on the timeline for the completion of the redevelopment. The historians have also asked how the change in the National Archives land use status from public and semi-public to government will impact the access that scholars have to the materials stored there. Pakistan's National Assembly has approved the International Court of Justice Review and Reconsideration Bill that will provide former Indian naval officer Kulbhushan Jadav the right to appeal against his conviction and death sentence in court. According to the Dawn, the bill was backed by the Pakistani government and will also allow Jadhav to have consular access in accordance with the International Court of Justice verdict. According to the bill, high courts will have the power to review and reconsider cases where the International Court of Justice passes an order in respect of rights of a foreigner under the Vienna Convention of Consular Relations. It also provides for high courts to review cases when the foreigner is treated unfairly in respect to his rights under the Vienna Convention. This recent law was passed amid protests from the opposition parties in Pakistan, who staged a boycott and shouted slogans demanding hanging of the former naval officer, Jadav. A Pakistani military court had sentenced Jadav to death in April 2017 for allegedly spying for India. Jadhav's execution was stayed after India moved the International Court of Justice against the verdict in May 2017. The Congress today held a protest at petrol pumps across the country against the rising fuel prices and cooking gas. Party members took to the streets in Delhi, Amritsar, Hubli and other cities to protest against the fuel prices. In the national capital, senior party leader K.C. Venugopal and Delhi Congress President Anil Chaudhary were among those who participated in the agitation. The party is demanding that the central government must withdraw the price increases. 
In Gujarat, more than 100 Congress workers, MLAs and leaders were detained in different areas for protesting without police permission. The Congress members staged protests in Gandhinagar, Ahmedabad, Bharuch, Rajkot, Palanpur and Badodara. Petrol prices have crossed the 100 mark in several cities in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, Andhra Pradesh, Telangana and the Union Territory of Ladakh. Today, the petrol cost is 102.04 rupees per liter in Mumbai, while diesel is being sold at 94.15 rupees after the prices were revised. This is the 23rd time that fuel prices have risen since May 4th. According to the Integrated Food Security Phase Classification Analysis by the United Nations agencies and aid groups, 35 lakh people in Ethiopia's embattled Tigray region are facing catastrophic food shortages. The analysis also mentioned that approximately 2 million more across Tigray urgently require food and agriculture support to avoid further slide towards famine. The UN aid chief, Mark Lowcock, lamented that some of the key UN agencies seeking to tackle the crisis in Ethiopia have essentially no money. This warning came as the United States and European Union issued a plea for greater international efforts to tackle the crisis in the region, where more than 90% of the population needs emergency food aid. Meanwhile, international aid organizations have also complained that they are being denied access to the region by Ethiopian forces and troops from neighboring Eritrea. And now for some dew drops from the tropical rainforests of newslaundry.com. A month ago, 17 Muslim workers were shunted out of a Bangalore COVID war room at the behest of Tejasvi Surya of the BJP. Most of them are yet to get their jobs back. Nidhi Suresh has done a report on where these 17 people are after experiencing an event that shook their lives for good. Do check it out on newslaundry.com. Dear listeners, have you heard about our fun NL recess event? It's a monthly event where our subscribers hang out with interesting people like Gulzar, Konkana Sen Sharma, Siddharth, Anuja Chauhan, and a lot more. We all sit back virtually for a chat about their lives and their work. In the coming months, we are going to host Kabir Bedi, Varun Grover, and Akash Banerjee for NL Recess. So what are you waiting for? Become a subscriber of newslaundry.com and get a chance to interact with the most interesting people. My lovely listeners, we can do what we do as long as you do what you are supposed to do. And that is to support us. Become a subscriber of newslaundry.com because this is our small attempt to change how the news media business functions in India. We are creating an independent and public funded news organization that will work only for you. Because when you pay, you shall be served. Subscribe today. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.